Alright, hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Killing Time. My name is Arch Grieve and I'm your host coming to you from Dayton, Ohio. We are the podcast that is all about finding out what people are doing during this coronavirus. And so today I'm really excited because I got a special guest, um, Aaron Prim. He's a good friend of mine and we actually met in Bosnia, but he's from Dayton and he works with me at the Dayton Mediation Center. We're good friends outside of work. Uh, too, and we both enjoy hunting and golfing, and so I want to give him a call and see what he's up to. How's it going? Good, good. So you got to put up an entire uh, secondary structure. I did, yeah. I built uh, I built myself a little tiny office in my backyard. Yeah, you thinking about insulating it? I am. I, I tell you, I'm not really sure if I want to do it or not because it's so small. I feel like maybe it'll be heated enough if I just put one of those like propane heaters out here during the winter. Oh, okay. Well, you'll find out. Yeah. I'm. It's a little chilly though now. I've got a space heater out here right now. So, <laughs> so I may need to. I may need to insulate. <laughs> well, so you'll figure it out. You're like, mm, it's cold or no, it's just good. Yeah, one way or another, I'll figure it out. Yeah, that's right. So what's been going on? What, what's new with you? Oh, hey, you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I've been, 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 in the, house, been in the house like everybody else. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I told people before you joined, we're, we're both colleagues, uh, obviously. We both work at the Dayton Mediation Center, and both of us are in the same boat being on temporary emergency leave. But you, uh, love, work, right. you love work more than anyone else, I think, that I know. So <laughs> I, I got to ask how you're handling being at home every day. Well, it's been... It's been it's been interesting because I'd like to, I definitely would like to get to the office. Uh, that all being said, you know I, I'm definitely I think about work daily, mm-hmm. uh, and things that I that I could be doing, uh, but then at the same time I'm like, huh, well I'm not working, uh, so I need to, to do some other things. So I start uh, start filing, Ooh. which is which yeah which is like work. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Right. What, what uh, are you this filing? Is, uh, so I've got a bunch of mail. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm one of those people that uh, wants to keep uh, each item. So you get your veteran bill. I want to keep my veteran bills all together, right? And I want to keep my uh, DPNL bills all together, right? So these are things I'm much better doing, and much better at when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Those things come in, you file it. Uh, at home, I don't do that, right? Uh, and so I've got uh, hmm, got a bunch of bills here, and then. I had to uh, print off some information about uh, how to organize your records. You know, how many years of records should you keep? What did What did uh, you find out on that? Well, so it's an interesting thing. Consumer Reports says, uh, um, and how to organize your records, keep for less than a year. In this file, store your ATM, bank deposit, credit card receipts, and so you reconcile them with your monthly statements. Okay. Once you've done that, shred the paper documents. So that's with uh, those things for less than a year. A year or more, you want to hold on to all documents uh, until your loan is paid. Loans, things that involve vehicles or investment purchases, more in a year. And then for seven years, you want to keep your tax returns. At least least seven years. And then forever, you want to keep a hold of uh, things like birth certificate, death certificate, marriage license, divorce decree, social security card, things like that. Right. State planning. Um, And so... 
I'm a single dude for the, for the listeners. And so, um, I have from move to move, I think I've transported my entire life. <laughs> so I literally like last week was going through and I found things from, from high school. Right. Wow. Uh, that I still had. And I said, why do I still have this? <laughs> and so you got like pay stubs got, from your first job. And no, stuff? no, literally, literally. Yeah. yeah. I got stuff in here from like 90, 92. These things you should not still have. No, no. <laughs> okay. What was your first job? Well, I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. First job was at uh, Myers. Okay. Was it Myers? It was either Myers or Long John Silvers, one of the two. Were you cashier yeah. or bagger or cook? Or oh, what? I was. A, I was a bagger at Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at, I was a cook at, at Long John Silvers, which basically consists of of dropping, uh, dropping hot fish and fries and well, hot, dropping things in hot oil. Right. Uh, so that's what your cooking is. Yeah. But uh, great story for folks. Uh-huh. Um, is that um, in those spaces where you have these big vats of oil that you're using, uh, these this oil needs to be cleaned out oh, yeah. uh, daily, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know you batter the fish and then you drop it into the into the oil, and so all this batter and other things in the fry and stuff uh, is in the oil. So it needs to be clear, cleaned out, right? Mm-hmm. So you take a basically what looks like a, a hose from a from a gas pump, and you put it into this funnel that it's got a uh, what kind of straining paper is this, Arch? I'm thinking about. Oh, like that cheesecloth, something of? like that, yeah. right? And so you turn, you flip a flip a switch. And then it pumps the oil through the gas uh, pump, which is you have placed in the funnel, which has this that cheese paper in it, right? Right. And so it filters out all of the impurities and all the mess that was in there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, somehow one day, I don't know what was going on. Somehow I flipped the switch, but yet I didn't have, uh, I didn't have the mm-hmm. uh, the hose positioned correctly. Yeah. And so I just heard what felt like rain inside. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. What was the rain? I was like, the rain was the oil shooting out of this hose <laughs> onto the floor. Blah, blah, blah. It, was, it was like, oh, uh, my goodness. Uh, and so there was just a huge mess of oil back there. Uh, and the, the, and the, 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 uh, the floors are tiled. And mm-hmm. so you can imagine having a bunch of oil and grease on the floor, how that's, slippery that was. That's super slippery. Right, and how easy that was a cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 16-year-old me, folks. That's awesome. That's yeah. fun. I did not know that you uh, we, we share previous occupations. I, I too, was oh. a bagger. Um, so, ah, yes. Yeah, it's good. it was a good good job. I enjoyed that. Yes, just bagging is such a, a noble occupation. Especially uh, these bagging. days. Hey, man, you've got to get out there. I'm going to tell you what. And I don't know if you, maybe, Arch, you'll be able to get a poll of your listeners who hear this. Um, you know, how many people are happy with this self-checkout, okay? I'm not. I'm not either. Fe- it's, it's stealing jobs. It's the automation revolution. I'm not happy about it. Like, hold on. I'm pretty sure if anybody goes to that self-checkout, uh, they need to, like, uh, get some discounts off of something. Because, right. you know, they're not paying for right? Those salaries of those individuals to check out personal or the backer. No. 
I, I feel like I work there when I have to do that. Exactly. And so, uh, why are we working when we're at the store? So yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. Bagger. Yeah, I worked at uh, Yep Myers, and I remember I was going away. I was saving money because I was going out of going out of the country, do some summer service work. And one of my last days, I recall, they said, "Hey, Aaron, go in the restaurant." I went in there, and it was it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Figure, yeah, what's he gonna do? Quit? Uh, <laughs> send him into the restroom. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I gotta say, you you have fascinated me for a while as being one of my uh, only friends who did not have a TV for a long time. And I'm curious now that you you've got Netflix now, right? I do. So what are you what are you catching up on? Like, cause you've got years uh, of stuff that you can yeah, choose from. Yeah, so nothing really. <laughs> so what I <laughs> so what I found is is that uh, when I turn on the TV, there's a lot of stuff where you know the content really doesn't interest me. Right. Uh, and so when I watch it, there's just not a lot of stuff on there that I found myself drawn drawn to enough that I would like to sit in front of the TV like a lot of people without binging things. Yeah. Um, uh, even with uh, one of my favorite shows, as you laugh at me, Arch, um, <laughs> uh, Burn Notice. Burn Notice, right? yes. Uh, they're pretty sure there's seven seasons, and I had only gotten to pre, pre-coronavirus. I only got through season three. <laughs> it's, and then it did I gotta a, say, it's I not a s- bad show. I, uh, I started it, and I, I was getting into it. It's, it's oh, okay. yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? See, I'm so glad that you called me so I can get you, get everybody hip to some things. If we're going to watch <laughs> things, I found that my substitute, while I had not watched TV literally for like 15 years or so, uh, is YouTube. So yeah. if I do turn on the TV, I'll turn it on, and, but I'll watch YouTube. What are your – you've got some weird channels that I feel like you uh, – what was the one about MREs right. or something? Oh, so that is such a great channel, folks. Uh, this this channel and I've got to go look for it uh, where this gentleman reviews uh, MREs uh, from geez all over time. He'll open them up. He'll smoke the cigarettes that are in there. <laughs> he'll 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 try the food if it's uh, if it still seems to be edible. I mean, we're talking about back into the forties. Such a good channel, Arch. I'm glad you reminded me of that. I had not seen that one in a while, but that is a great channel. Is it? Is uh, it Steve 1989 MRE? Info? It's very possible. Oh, it's it's very got possible. like 1.59 million subscribers on here. That's crazy. Oh, it's a good dude. So, so now you. So there's another gentleman. So I like to watch a lot of food things. Right. So that one. Uh, then there is another gentleman. Um, there's oh, this guy Guga. Guga Foods, so he cooks all kinds of things. He sous vides things. Sous vide. Uh, so I don't even know yeah. what that is. Oh man, so S O U S, I think it's V I D E. It basically looks like a, a big candle, big narrow candle. Um, well, it's that width and height, uh, but you place it in water. So you basically take your meat, right, mm-hmm. uh, and you uh, vacuum seal it in a bag. You put it into a pot along with the sous vide item I'm talking about, which basically warms the water to a specific temperature. Okay. Um, and then it cooks it cooks the uh, your food through uh, evenly. Interesting. Yes, and so many people swear by it. 
And so he's got a channel called Sous Vide Everything uh, that's pretty, pretty amazing. But then he also grills too. And so, um, yeah, so all of his stuff is great. Uh, there's so many great things on YouTube, like Tri Channel. Oh, so Channel? Yeah, it's called the Tri Channel. And so it's um, Irish people uh, trying things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds fascinating. Yes. Like what okay. kinds of things do they try? Oh, everything. So last thing they had on, they were trying jerky. <laughs> Is that uh, not, that's not a big thing in Ireland then, I take it. Well, I don't know, but so, so like many channels where they review things, they have people send them things, right? Mm-hmm. And so many of the people are smart, and so they probably own these companies or are part of the businesses anyway. And so they send them things to try, and then they'll try them and put them on there. So the last thing was this jerky that was somewhere from, from Washington, I believe, Washington State. Um, but anyway... Um, they were trying that, and they're very funny in their reviews of of these things. And so they they try everything, whether it's food products or booze. Nice. Uh, yes, and those are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so we got so we got a few channels people can check out. Thank you. That's, oh, that's right. That's More great, than a few. Great advice. Yeah, tell them if they if anybody ever wants some amazing channels uh, that you'll find a way to. Uh, the, to, to get get with me, and I'll give them a list of amazing YouTube places to go. I'll have to add these to the show notes so people they can go and check them out later. There you go. Now you're a big uh, you're a big volunteerer, or I don't know if that's the right word for it, but you you, uh, like, hey, you I, like to volunteer. Well, yeah, yeah, volunteering is volunteering is amazing. And you recently, I know you've been doing some new stuff just since the coronavirus. What have you been? What have you been doing? I heard a little bit about it, but well, yeah, well, well, it just it came up that uh, that because uh, Dayton Public Schools are out, that they needed uh, they needed volunteers to help package and and get food together, lunches right. specifically for the school kids to to get them together, get them out to the cars, uh, assemble the lunches, and or uh, ride along with the bus driver to have them literally dropped off of people's houses. And so this happens on Wednesdays, or it's been happening on Wednesdays, where uh, people can come pick up uh, an entire week's uh, of lunches, breakfast and lunch, I believe, uh, for the young people. Nice. And so, yeah, so I can get five back. And so I've been doing that. That's cool. Because I said, hey, yeah, it's a need. And so cause the great thing that people don't realize about volunteering is that you can kill multiple different stones in your life mm-hmm. uh, with that. Uh, of course, number one is... Uh, that you're able to be a good steward, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that you're able to give back to people. Um, you're able to build into people's lives in a way that they need to. So that's one great thing. Uh, another great thing is, hey, that you actually get to like do active things. Like for me, ooh, I'm using it as an opportunity to work out. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Active. And, yes. And so, no, this is like a literal workout, like exercise, like the gym. Mm-hmm. Like these lunches are coming in boxes of 15. And so 15 lunches in the box. And so there are five of these different boxes of 15 in there, right? And so last week, I took all, we had to grab each of these five boxes, which is nice size, put them on the cart, and then I ran it out to the tables where we're outside where they put in people's cars. And then I was taking the bags out and putting it in uh, the literal lunches and adding to the, the uh, boxes that were already out there. Then running back in, grabbing boxes of all kinds of things. These are nice size boxes. So... 
I guarantee I did two days. Uh, I probably <laughs> had a couple days workout that day. Nice. Which is an amazing thing. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what I was thinking. I was like, hey. Don't you know, have to go to the gym for a day and you help no. people? There, there you go. Once again, killing two birds with one stone. Workout and helping people. You, you can't lose. That's awesome. Now, I mentioned uh, before I called you that we are hunting and golfing buddies. And um, I'm, I got to ask, I know we, we struck out this last season. We didn't, we yeah, didn't get we, any deer, unfortunately. We I'm saw. not sure you had to tell people that. I know. But, yeah. I, <laughs> I got to be honest. You know, so we, we failed in that. But what are you, what are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is... This mic is amazing, people. I, I was I was moving an orange a bag of oranges, okay. and uh, uh, clearly this uh, this earpiece I'm on is amazing technology. That's really sorry. good. That's yeah, great. no, that's okay. No worries. I I, I don't want to stop you from the oranges. <laughs> but anyways, we uh, we struck out this year, but last year we got one, and I, I'm wondering, do you still got some some of the the venison left over? Oh, you know what? I'm glad that you said that because I do. I had, uh, I had for whatever reason, I said, you know what? I don't know when the next time we're going to get some deer is, and that that's the door you heard, folks. I'm going out here to to look in here. I do still have some uh, nice. that I have like like put away in like a sacred place. <laughs> I still have one bag of ground. Okay. One bag of ground, and I've got one very small bag of the fillets. And these are of the uh, you you don't call them deer. What do you call them? Uh, uh they're, they're called uh, what are they called uh, uh, forest forest cows. Yes, the forest cows. <laughs> mm-hmm. The cows of the forest. Those cows of the forest, very thin, thin cows, but delicious. Sorry about that. I had a, another call coming in. I don't know how to manage all my technology yet. But yeah, they are. They are delicious. Some of the most delicious meat, folks. So those of you that are hearing this and you've been afraid to, to try deer because you heard his gaming, I guess some is. can't say that people are lying. <laughs> you, uh, but, you do, though, sometimes. I mean, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that it is. Some, <laughs> some is. But the one that, that you shot, Arch, absolutely delicious. Yeah. That was, uh, I still got a couple left, but I'm sure at some point during this, uh, this pandemic, I'm going to break into that. And <laughs> that's what, so that's what I was thinking too. I said, you know what, go ahead and finish that off. And that's also something fascinating. And maybe you can dig into this with uh, some of your other, uh, the other people that you, you podcast with, you or do a podcast on, uh, the whole idea of, you know what, finishing the food that's in your house. Yeah. It could take a while. You know, a lot of, right? A lot of people are, as we hear out there, buying up everything. Oh, which I have a funny story about that. Oh, yeah? What's that? But, yeah. So, so I went to Costco, folks, uh, probably about two weeks ago. And this is, this is before the lockdown. And so, I already had, so I'm a Costco, clearly a, a subscriber or a patron. And so I already had a roll of a thirty roll bag of of toilet toilet paper, right? And so for me, that's going to last a very long time because, like I said, it's just me for all the uh, single women out there with no kids. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. 
So that was going to last me a very long time. So I found myself in Costco because I needed to get uh, a couple things. I think I wanted to get a big thing of, of, of salad and something else. So, you know, whenever you go to Costco, it's an adventure. So you're in, I'm in there with my cart walking around, mm-hmm. got my salad, and then you end up going over by where the – uh, where the toilet paper is at. And I just wanted to see because I'd seen the pictures of people um, grabbing up everything and then there like being no toilet paper. So I was very interested to see what items weren't there and how much toilet paper was, was there or not. Right. There was none, right? <laughs> and so this is an amazing thing. Anybody's been to Sam's Club, Costco. I mean, there's an entire wall of toilet paper and paper <laughs> towels and there wasn't anything there. So I was just laughing at myself. Ha, ha, ha. Right. Everybody's taking everything. And I said, well, shoot, good thing that I had purchased pre coronavirus uh, because I've got toilet paper for days. Matter of fact, if anybody needed some, I'd be able to distribute. Right. Ooh, all right. So then I got down the way. Right. I was going down. My mom wanted to get some snack size sandwich bags, looking for those. And then I see everybody milling around this guy who had just come out with his palette of something. I couldn't see what it was. But at that point, I could only assume that it was toilet paper, (laughs) right? Uh And then this strange feeling came over me. Oh, toilet paper. Gotta get get some. So this is exactly what happened in my life. (laughs) You've got to get some toilet paper. And then, but the other time, my brain was like, dude, you don't need any toilet paper. You don't have to get any uh, because you've got plenty. And then the other side of my brain said, yes, we know that you have enough. But everybody else is grabbing one and you're here. (laughs) I mean, why don't you just get one? And I have to say, very shamefully, (laughs) I did uh, get this 36 roll. Probably like this is like the biggest roll. I mean, the one I bought was 30 rolls. And this darn thing, I didn't even know they made 36 rolls. It looks smaller, but still. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, folks, literally, literally, I probably have uh, over, she's well over 65 rolls of toilet paper, uh, which is, it's shameful. It, um, I, mean, and so, <laughs> I get it, though. You, sh- you should start being like, a, you remember those guys we met in Bosnia one time who, they what did they call drop shipping or something? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's you right. could just start a, you can make a <laughs> pop-up store and then you can start just shipping out your toilet paper. Uh, drop shipping toilet paper, right? There you go. Uh, okay, <laughs> good idea, <laughs> Always the entrepreneur. That you know what? Brilliant. So, so are you uh, are you reading anything? You uh, doing anything else? People should well, know. Well, you about? know, yeah. So I'm like Sharice, our co- other coworker, who's an avid reader. Right. Except I'm the type of reader that goes to sleep when he reads. Mm, yes. Uh, but I'm in the midst of like four thousand books right now. <laughs> uh, so I didn't need to buy any books because, like I said, I've got books for probably about twenty five years ago, thirty years ago. I started, so I've got many, but that's my plan, uh, is to read some more. And I just looked at one a little bit. Um, I, you know, one of the things about this whole situation and just generally speaking from, you know, what we do, Arch, you know, thinking about situations of, you know, how do people, you know, how do we, how are we most responsive? For me, I'm thinking, you know, how do we really get better? You know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's going to be people. Uh, they come out of this situation a uh, better position in their lives than they went in. And there are others who are going to be going the other direction. Yeah. And so for me, 
you know, I want to definitely be a person who's better positioned and in a better place, uh, both physically and, you know, spiritually and emotionally, you know, coming out of this particular uh, season in our lives than how I went in. So definitely reading uh, is definitely a high thing for me. And we've got that time. Oh, yeah. So yeah. might as well dig into it, right? You got any good titles you recommend or you're trying to work Oh, with? you know what? Let me add that to your list as well, okay. Arch. Yeah, there are so many... So many great things to read uh, that I've gotten hold of or that are sitting here looking at me. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, uh, I've been keeping these these fairly short. So, uh, you got anything else you wanna you wanna throw out there? Anything? No, 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 no. Hope everybody is well and they're up and uh, that they're you know keeping their minds focused on the things they need to. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, anytime. All right. Well, you have a good one. Take care. All right. You too. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. That was Aaron Prem, good buddy of mine from the uh, Mediation Center, a good friend. And, you know, check out some YouTube or, uh, you know, maybe pick up a book or start volunteering. There's there's some good ways that you can uh, find out how to get involved still, even with everything that's going on. Clearly, he's he's got some some things he's working on. I hope you find whatever it is that you want to be doing. And uh, like he said, um, hope that we come out of this whole crisis as better people. So thank you for listening. And until next time, take care.